0: Welcome to the Stillness Matters Podcast, where we talk about how to rewire your brain to stop sabotaging your life. I'm your host, Sarah. I'm a practitioner of manual osteopathy, the rapid relief technique, and all things mindful, cozy, slow living. I'm here to share with you all of the insights, resources, and tools that you need to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to living the life of peace and freedom that you deserve. So if you are ready to take back your power from the chaos that is your mind and learn how to control your emotions so they don't control you, then get cozy with me while we explore why stillness matters. Hello, friends, and welcome to the very first episode of the Stillness Matters podcast. I am so excited for this project to finally be starting. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about what has inspired me to start this podcast, and what I hope for you, the listener, um, what I hope for you to get out of listening to this podcast. So my experience with stillness goes way, way, way back. I spent most of my childhood doing martial arts. I started training in Japanese Jiu Jitsu and in part of my martial arts training was this idea of energy work. There is an energy to the movement that we do, to the attitude that we bring to a problem or a situation. And part of my training in martial arts was to learn how to master this flow of energy. Now, This idea of mental mastery continued through my life. I went to school for massage therapy and very shortly after I enrolled in a private college to learn manual osteopathic treatment here in Canada. And this idea of stillness permeated through everything I did with osteopathy. If you don't know what osteopathy is? I don't blame you. It is a, a manual practice, just like massage or chiropractic, but it looks at the whole body holistically. And throughout our training, we were taught to be aware of all of the elements that could be at play in the body. Even though our hands were on the physical body, we were taught to pay attention to the fluid body, to the bioenergetic body to the emotional body, all of these different layers that make us human. And that's one of the things that I really fell in love with about osteopathy. Now that idea of stillness touches on my training there as well. Stillness is required. Stillness, stillness is the foundation from which I treat as a manual osteopathic practitioner. And Stillness is also the foundation from which I fight as a martial artist. Stillness is the foundation from which I strive to move through my life because without that stillness, I find I'm much more reactive. I'm responding to life instead of moving through life with flow. It's really quite fascinating. I feel like mental mastery, resilience, In this undercurrent of mindfulness and stillness and meditation, I feel like it touches every aspect of my life, which might be why I am and have been always so fascinated by it. And it's one of the things I find we as, at least in North American society, are often missing in our lives. We are driven by hustle, by getting things done, by moving on to the next thing as quickly as possible. And we undervalue, severely undervalue the benefits of slowing down and being mindful and taking that time to be intentional with your life. And we've forgotten how much power that actually has. We've forgotten how different our lives can be if we stop to appreciate the life that's happening around us at any given moment. And there's a certain beauty in the simplicity of mindfulness and stillness. You can practice mindfulness doing anything. You can practice mindfulness walking the dog in the morning, having your morning cup of coffee, washing the dishes, vacuuming your house. You You can practice mindfulness walking to the photocopier in your office or driving to work or playing with the kids or cooking dinner. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't have to be a a sitting meditation. You know, a lot of people find it hard to meditate. They find it very hard to sit still physically and to be with themselves mentally. That's a very, very difficult task in, in this world where we're Taught to avoid our mental climate. Most of us, speaking from experience, were never taught this as a child, not from our parents or our caretakers or our teachers. And if we're lucky, maybe we stumble across it by accident or by design, whichever you like. But it's such an important concept, so much so that when I was going through my practice for osteopathy, I wrote my thesis on the perception of mindfulness and centering as an osteopathic practitioner. And it was one of the most successful studies I've ever done. Um, I had to interview osteopaths from all over the world. And for an undergrad with no funding and no access to a research network or anything like that, I managed to find 21 osteopaths around the world willing to talk to me about mindfulness and centering. And the one thing I learned above all was that there's no one way to do it. There are as many methods of practicing mindfulness as there are practitioners, which is really, really beautiful. And anyone can do it. And while, you know, you can go through your practice, you can go through your life... Or whatever activity is you're doing without mindfulness. You can just do it on autopilot. Or you can even go through it fully distracted and kind of do it half-assed. But what you're doing may never reach greatness. Without the intentionality that comes with being mindful and present to what you're doing. So, all of that to say... This is what's inspired me to create this podcast. This was something I noticed severely lacking during the pandemic when I first had the idea to go online with uh, my content. You know, as an osteopathic practitioner, manual osteopathic practitioner, I don't have much of an online pro- presence. I have a Facebook group so I can let people know when I'm sick or not going to be in the office or if there's any big business changes coming. But I never had a platform where I could reach out and support my clients virtually, which is what I saw was a huge hole when the first round of lockdowns happened here in Canada during the 2020 uh, pandemic. We were completely shut down. I was not allowed to practice for weeks. And it got me thinking you know, there's a lot of panic, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of stress, and people are struggling. And unfortunately, I've only seen that trend continue over the last three years, that people are burnt out, they are stressed out, and they don't know how to pull out of it. And burnout is a really big deal. like Physiologically, mentally, psych- psychologically, it's huge. It touches every aspect of our lives, not just our work. So to have this entire population of people who are now struggling with burnout is devastating on a personal and a societal level. And I'd like to speak to that. I can't say for sure. You know, I think it would be very presumptuous of me to say that developing a stillness practice is the answer. I think there are many different ways we can pull ourselves out of this. But I know that for me personally and for a lot of people that I've talked to and taught this in the past, find at least a significant benefit to taming the monkey mind, to lessening the intensity of our mental weather that just happens to us. And we're able to take back our power over our lives, over our mental state and thereby over our actions and our thoughts and our beliefs and our feelings by moving through our lives with this intentionality. It's, it's a really beautiful phenomenon that happens. And that's ideally what this podcast will be. This podcast is going to be sharing stories, much just much like what I just shared with you about how I got started with stillness and the idea of mindfulness. I will be bringing on many guests, I hope, in the future who can speak more to this from their perspectives and offer even more teachings than I have access to, and really providing this platform for anyone who can share and shed some light on how they've learned to cope with burnout. And how they manage their stress so that they can reclaim their power, reclaim their joy, and just learn to love living again. Because I feel like there's so many of us out there now, especially after the pandemic, that you know, there's no joy in life anymore. We're just there. We're we're with the kids. We're doing our job. We come home. We're tired. We. Barely want to work out. Everything we do is a chore, and we just want to lie on the couch and binge, binge watch another season of, you know, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> and the really beautiful thing about taking the power back over your life is that you realize, you come to realize it doesn't have to be that way, it can be better. And that's really the message I want. To share with you, my audience, and you, my listener today, that your life doesn't have to be exactly the way it is right now. There are tools out there, there are ways that you can live and ways to move forward that allow you to really start stepping into a better life, to step into a better mindset, and to get to know yourself truly and very authentically, in a way that erases the fear of showing up authentically. You know, that's something I've struggled with as well, is first getting to know myself, getting to know what I truly want, finding out what's stopping me from getting what I want, and spoiler alert, it's always me. There's always something inside me that's stopping me from moving forward. And the, you know, the initial frustration at that. And then the realization that, oh, wait, if I'm the one getting in my own way, I am also the one that can change that. That is my power. Is in that recognizing it's always been me. Me. It's always some aspect of my psyche that's keeping me safe. And as I get to know that part of my psyche and heal whatever hurt that part, when, you know, usually way back when, often childhood, to heal that, befriend that part of my mind, and then be able to move forward together, me, my true self. And that part of my mind that's been holding me back to make an ally of that part of my mind. It's such powerful work. And I can very safely say that who I am today is drastically different than who I was three years ago, just before the pandemic. And I suspect we'll get into that over future episodes, but this is really what I wanted this podcast to become. I want to give those tools to you. I want to show you how you can befriend your mind, how you can calm the inner storm and learn to listen to the messages that it's bringing you because that's all it is. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions are all little bits of information presenting themselves to us so that we can make a choice. We can learn from it Or keep it on autopilot and just keep doing what we're doing. You know, my business coach, James Wedmore, always says, what got you here will not get you there. So if you find that you're feeling stuck, if you're frustrated with how your life is going right now, if you have the blahs, take a moment and ask yourself, what am I not letting myself feel? There is a deep, profound beauty in stillness. It's something that can only be felt when you're in it. And it's not a physical stillness or just a mental stillness. There's a wholeness. There's an expansion that happens when you're in it. Like you lose sense of your body and become one with everything that's around you. It's honestly an unnerving sensation the first time you feel it. It's like, a whoa, what is happening? And then once you settle into it and find your peace in it, it's very supportive. It's like you're floating without any fear of falling. And that space... Is where your nervous system gets to heal. That space of calm is where your emotions can be regulated, your body can be regulated, your body and your mind can both heal. That is true rest, and in the society of hustle culture, it's I find it severely lacking in most of the people that I work with, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast. I wanted to create this space where I can show you what my experience has been with stillness and encourage you in your own way to get to know this sensation, to help you regulate your own nervous system so that you can live through your life with more joy and more gratitude and be at peace with where you're at right now. So I know that got a little rambly I don't know how much I'm going to take out in the editing process because I am doing all of this for the first time. So thank you, dear listener, for listening to this very first episode of the Stillness Matters podcast. And I can't wait to take this journey with you and see what this space turns into. I will see you next week for another episode of the Stillness Matters podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Stillness Matters podcast. If you had any aha moments or breakthroughs while listening to this episode, I would love to hear about it. Take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me at Stillness Matters on all platforms. I love connecting with my audience on a more personal level. It's so much fun. So if you have any questions or comments, I would love to connect with you. And if not, I will see you next week.